If you don't mind me asking, just for a little tea, just for Steve who's watching. Yeah, Steve. Who did you like hanging out with more? Georgie. What? I'm just saying, not in a way, like, not attractive, just one-on-one having a good time. Who did you like? For, even if it was for 30 seconds, like, wow, I really connected to this person. Who? I want to know now, too. Uh, I would say Kaylin. Kaylin? Yeah, because we actually, like, had a friendship after uh, Stagecoach. After what, Mark? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another episode of The Tuman Show. It's Mark and George and... Trisha, can I talk now? Yeah, you can talk now, okay, but now Trisha. shut up. Uh, on today's episode, we want to talk in the comments with you guys. Uh, we talked a lot about YouTubers kind of crossing over and hanging out with, for example, David Dobrik and Charlie Puth and... Um, Mark Donor and George Jenko. And you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, hanging out, like just mainstream celebrities hanging out with YouTubers and how it's kind of being accepted in like the younger culture. Do you guys think that these are uh, relationships that are genuine or do you think these are like... Uh, people using the other person for the benefit of them to like promote music or promote their whatever. Uh, let us know. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. And then we also talked about uh, Bachelor Nation, the drama that I've been involved in. What else did we discuss? We discussed friendships, uh, friendships, friendships relationships, friend George uh, missing his girlfriend, putting on find my iPhone because he's freaking crazy. Facts. What? I'm just kidding. We actually we talked about that. Judge we, me. We talked about being overly obsessive in relationships. Drop a like on this one, guys. Uh, sorry for missing last week's episode, but let's get into this one. Let's go for 5,000 likes. Thank you. 7,000. <clears throat> uh, just before we start this two-man show, what? I'd like to everybody to know that I am sick. Oh, I couldn't tell by the way you look. You look like you're an Eskimo. I'm freezing. You look crazy. <laughs> yeah. You look like, remember the vines where they put the fake head in the... Yeah. That's what he looks like, like the mannequin head? Yeah. Yeah, you, you do look like, Anyways, welcome back into another episode of The Tuman Show. And a woman show. You Trisha? keep forgetting me. Trisha? What? We've been over this. The Tuman Show, and then you're just the byproduct. You're like a plus. You're, you're like You might not like we we might replace you. Yeah, we might. You're replaceable. Like is that what that's what we're trying to say? Did you change the I'm name of the show? Yes, I changed the name. It's called the Tuman Show on YouTube now. Wow! Well, finally, uh, it's it's both of us now. Rather, I'm not even getting a clap. <laughs> you can't uh, clap. You're holding your mic. Some of you guys, well, a lot of you guys, really enjoy Trisha's viewpoint, the female perspective. So we're including her on this episode. Yeah, we, we got the thing close enough. Yeah, we actually already <laughs> recorded this episode last. Why am week. I even here? Can I can I explain I'm to the sorry. people that we recorded this episode last week, but uh, we had some audio difficulties because there was just a lot going on, so I didn't release the episode. So here we are. Um, how how was your weekend? You, you're sick. What's going on, dude? I don't know. I got you know. I felt it coming like the storm, and I went to the store before and I got medicine. I tried to prep myself, and the next morning I woke up and I'm just dead sick from going home. Why? Wow, I can tell you. I can tell you. I got sick. Why? You don't really? rest. You don't rest, bro. I you mean, left my house, what was it, like 2 a.m.? And then I talked to Martin the next day, and he's like, yeah, we didn't get home until 5 a.m. What, uh, what are you staying at Trisha's house till 2 a.m. for? What's going on here? Uh, I was actually talking about the Bible with her dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even exaggerating. <laughs> oh, but that's actually interesting. This is the first time in your relationship life that you were separated, essentially. Oh, yeah. Like, you went out of town yeah. without your girl. What was that like? It was hard, man. Really? Yeah. I, I, honestly, here's the thing. Why? For three days? Three days. <laughs> it was hard because, like, mm, how do I explain this? We felt the distance. Do you know what I mean? Like, I... Was it one of those things where you had, like, FOMO where, you know, the first time apart, like, she had FOMO from what you were doing. You had FOMO from, like, seeing what she was doing. You know what it was? And I don't mean to be cliche when I say this, but you know how ever people, like, they're like, oh, I'm in love with my best friend. Mm -hmm. It's, like, not trying to be weird. Like, imagine me and you were in love. You know no, how like not because you say I love you all the time. No, nah, like I love you, man. I'm, like, but it's like she's like a friend. Like I actually hang out right. with her as a friend. So it's the first time in my life where I had a relationship where I'm like dating somebody that I'm like best friends with. So mm -hmm. like when she's gone, I genuinely like really miss her like presence. I uh, I did something while we were gone, which I highly don't rec I don't recommend this. Yeah. Don't do this. Yeah. What did what, you do? You do? Uh, we shared each other's locations, like how we do. We all share each other's oh, locations. Yeah. I just feel like relationships shouldn't do it. I, I agree. I think, why did you do that? Can yeah. I ask? Yeah, okay, so I'll tell you why. Because I was spending time with my family, mm -hmm. and I told her that I'm putting my phone away uh, because I want to be in the moment with mm -hmm. my family. I go, but if you ever feel like you're like 
lonely or you miss me or anything like that. Like, you could just look up to see where I'm at so you could kind of feel like you're there. Right, right. So if I'm at my house, she knows I'm at my house. If I'm at a restaurant, she's like, oh, he's eating. I'm not going to be IG storing. I'm not going to be, like, doing anything so we could feel it together. Right. And then she gave me hers because... Uh, she was uh, house watching, house sitting, house sitting. Yeah, I like house sitting. Basically, house sitting my Leo. place to watch Leo. Okay. And Olga invited her to go out. Okay. Oh like, wait, that was the night you invited me to go out. Yeah. Me? Was no, 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 no. Post Malone's like no, no. Album I went release? to Arizona. Oh, that was that night. Oh. No, that was that night we were leaving. Oh yeah, Shauna yeah. told me about this. Yes. <laughs> I want to get into that after you get into this. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So basically, she was like leaving the house pretty late, and I was like, "All right, yeah, be safe." And then she and we were driving, yeah, we were driving at this point, yeah. And so yeah. she sent me hers, got it. And she's like, "So that way, you know, I'm safe when I get home." And I was like, "All right, cool." But as How soon as we got back, we turned it disconnected. Off. How often did you find yourself checking her location? Uh, when I missed her. Yeah, but see, that's the thing that I hate. It's because that right there builds a lack of trust, in my opinion. Where it's no, like, no, we didn't do it for that. Uh, that's why I let it only for this vacation. We only looked at it when we missed each other to feel like we we're with each other. But that's the reason we turned it off. Because say I text her, she doesn't answer. My first go to is gonna be like, "What the hell is this girl?" And so I like, go open up her that, location. I know, I understand that, but I think that that becomes like an obsession. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, hey, no, it's bad. It's bad. Too healthy. much or something is bad. Actually, yeah. here. I'll read you the exact text because I didn't want to offend her. Because think about this. Me and you have our location shared. But we don't care. When the <laughs> fuck have I ever checked where you are? When I'm trying to find you. I've never. Yeah, but when, when there was. You know, what? actually, this is crazy. When I was in Ohio, remember <laughs> I told you, I was like, what are you doing on the 101? And I was like, yo, you creeper. Uh, so this is exactly how I said it to her. I don't know. I'm slurring. Sorry, guys. Okay. I'm a little sick. I go, uh, uh, where is it? Where is it? I go, hey, baby, I just want to uh, throw out a question. Uh, I feel like I want to turn off the location as soon as we get back. I feel like it will be unhealthy for our relationship. She goes, yes, I feel the same exact way. I just hope you didn't take it personal. I go, no, me, you are on the same exact wave, yeah. which means we there love each other, but too much of everything is so bad, man. Yeah. Yeah, like you get, you need curiosity. You need to know like, hey, no, what are my girls com- doing? Communication and trust. That's Dude, all knowing everything in a relationship makes it suck. Yeah. yeah. There's, no, dude, that, there's that, nothing fun in it. Right. And then there's no trust because yeah. it's like, I mean, I've had situations like that. It's like, I say where I'm at, mm-hmm. like, and then they're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yeah, what I am. Like, about? shit's not updating or something. Like, yeah. and then it just causes problems. It's not good. If you're in a relationship and you find yourself, like, checking location of your significant other for no reason, like, you're not worried about her, you're literally just checking, yeah. get off that shit. Exactly. I turned off my uh, my Instagram thing where it shows that I'm active activated or whatever. Uh-huh. Because oh yeah, I should turn that off too. Because I don't respond to people. Oh, I turn that off. They get offended. Off. They yeah. get offended, right and you're not even on out. it. Yeah. And it says you're on it, and, and then you'll be like, "Yo, why don't you text me back? Yeah. You're on Instagram." I'm like, yo, I'm not on Instagram. Let me live my life. I'll yeah. text you back when I want to. Plus, you back. people they don't understand the circumstances. Like, for example, right? If um, I left my red receipts on. Yeah. And me and my girlfriend are texting, and I open it up, and right then and there, the director's like, "Hey, drop your phone and jump outside." Right. Right. I'm right, like, right. "Oh crap!" So I will put my phone away because mm-hmm. that's my purpose that's right, what right. i need to get done now if she sees red and i didn't respond she's like oh this asshole is that mm-hmm. blah 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 this is yeah. that you gotta understand you're not with the person you don't know what's going on yeah. and knowing only half of it can leave a problem well, that's the thing with social media is like everybody's it needs to know everything all the time you know what i'm saying so that's like that's what creates the trust issues in relationship yeah. like think about back in our parents day they had they to like ask their to parents if they could use the phone and if their mom was on the phone they like, listen they listen mm-hmm. and stuff like you could pick up another line and stuff there's like you had to go periods of time where you didn't know what the other person was doing when they were at work, when you were exactly. at work, you weren't communicating. Now it's like, where are they now? Where are they now? Like we never, I got an example for this. What? You know, when you're like, have you ever, okay, you're a good person. I'm mm-hmm. a good person. You're a good person. But my relationship would have probably never panned out if Belle could read my mind because you think things sometimes, listen, in the beginning of a relationship, in your mind, you... No one can read anyone's mind. Exactly, right? Follow me. Nobody can read anybody's mind, right? Say you could, re- like, read somebody's mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Back in the day, they didn't have all this information. Now we're tapping into things that we yeah. never had before. Mm-hmm. Like, her posting in Huntington. I'll be like, what the hell is she doing in Huntington? Right, right. Or her... Uh, Posting a meme about how she feels about something, you're like, wait, what the hell? But oh, before it a subtweet, yeah, you yeah, get what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. before, now we're reading into so much because yeah. there's so much to see. Yeah, it's yeah. like now we are tapping into their brain because we're seeing what they're tweeting or what they're right, right. Uh, Facetime with their friends or you get what I'm saying? Like there's so much now yeah. that we are able to like see that it's like 
kind of destroying us from the inside out. We're not, le- we're, you know what, we're, everything's like this, just social media. Instant gratification. Instant gratification, yeah. Three years in a relationship, this guy broke up with this girl, and I go, man, are you devastated? Like, what's going on? He's, I'm not even exaggerating. His exact words were like, dude, honestly, no. He's like, look at all these girls on IG I can get. And I was like, wow. Who? I'm not going to mention who it is. I think I know who it is. But I was like, Wow. Damn. I was like, that. that's what the life we live in now. Yeah. Because think about it. Like, realistically, a guy would come up to me and be like, oh, you have a beautiful girlfriend. Oh, like, thank you. And he's like, oh, you guys be sad. Or, or you just hit up on all these IG models. Yeah. And I'm like, no, because they don't have any worth. Why would I yeah, want to, yeah. like, destroy something that I have? George, yeah. George loves shitting on IG models. Always. <laughs> no, I mean, think about it. Like, to some other people, my girlfriend's an IG model. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just Not a really. perspective. Yeah. I was just throwing a perspective out. I'm just saying that, like, a lot of people don't know what they have because they're so focused on wanting more. Right, yeah. right, right. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. for example, I can give you $2 million, but you start hanging out with billionaires, you're going to be like, dude, exactly. I, I'm, I suck. I'm not worth it. Like, right. And I want to talk about, it's funny, because Olga invited me to Post Malone's <laughs> album release party, which, by the way, everyone's obsessed with Post Malone's new album. Yeah. I, I I'm, haven't I'm just, listened I don't, to it. I, don't, like I haven't fully. really listened to it either. I like it. Like, I like it because it's real. I yeah. think you'd really like it because the, the, the words are, are like kind of like shits on Hollywood, like how we're like, yeah, yeah. we're sick of the fake shit. Yeah, he yeah. is too. And I he like talks about it. on the ride home. But anyway, she invites me. She's like, yo, we're going to uh, Post Malone's album release party tonight. And I'm like, is this going to be one of those things where like you show up and you're on the list, but so are 250 other she's people. She's like, no, no, no. She's I like, know. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I know Tav. Like, he's getting us in, this, this, and that. So I talked to Shauna the next day, and she's like, yeah, I was out last night. I went to Post Malone's thing. I go, oh, how was it? She goes, oh, we never got in. And it was one of those things where they go and they build a line out front and yeah. act like it's this huge thing and no one's inside. And I told Olga exactly what it was going to be. Because I've been to something like that. Oh. There was like a Kylie Jenner event or something like that. Yeah. And, uh... Line outside was massive, and I actually knew the person that was hosting the mm-hmm. event, so they got me in. Nobody I was go inside. inside. I'm not even kidding. There was 20 people in there, and there was 400 people outside. And Pretty little things did the same thing. Something like that. I forget what it was for, and it was just to build buzz. And so the media is like, oh, they hosted this event. It got shut down because the line outside was a uh, safety hazard. They're blocking. LA. They literally do that. It's publicity stunts. Yeah. Like, L.A., you can't believe anything. Yeah. No, I'm going to be honest. My girl's like, yo, Olga invited me to this thing. I go... Have fun. <laughs> like, I knew you weren't getting it. That's what I said to Trisha. I'm like, let's be honest. Is it a real event? Because why is Olga going to Post Malone's release party? Like, well, what does Olga mean to Post Malone? I don't know. But because uh, other people, like, <laughs> invited her. But I guess Travis Scott was there, too. Okay. I don't know what was happening. Oh, Travis and her are best friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Best yeah, friends. Yeah. She, she watched the documentary on Netflix. So yeah. that's how they Hey, you never know. Don't underestimate Honestly, <laughs> hot girls usually get no, in. No, no, I'm not discounting I thought they Olga. would get in. I thought they would get in. Um, I'm not discounting Olga. I'm just saying. But no, I am. She's done this so many times that I'm just like, <laughs> now she invites me out. I I'm love like, you, Yo. Olga. Don't let him get you uh, down. Well, I wanted to talk about this because I feel like that Hollywood is finally at a point where it's, it's fighting back. It's cool for YouTubers to hang out with mainstream celebrities. It's so cool. It's happening now. And I think it's because the mainstream celebrities that are popping now are younger. Mm-hmm. And I think they're more accepting to it. For example... Uh, you have, and I actually want to touch, we have a lot, a few things. I went to Zed in the Park this weekend. Absolute blast. Um, and then we ended up at Zed's house after. It's like, all right, what is a YouTuber right? like me doing at fucking Zed's house? And, I, and Zed's being cool. Like, he's mm-hmm. saying hello to everyone. He's being super genuine. Everyone's hanging out. You got, like, a bunch of celebrities from 13 Reasons Why there. And it's just, like, a good environment. Everybody's having a good time. But say... Say you go to a party and you see Brad Pitt, you see Leonardo DiCaprio. Are you going to walk up to them like they're homies and be like, yo, what up? No, because it's like a fan thing. Yeah. I feel like the old, like old school Hollywood and new school Hollywood don't really blend well. But like the traditional guys, the musicians, the DJs, the young actors, they blend with the YouTubers like super well. Why is that? And I was going to say, do you think it's genuine or do you think it's marketing strategy? Um... Like David both, Dobrik, David Dobrik hangs out with Charlie yeah, Puth, Benny Blanco, and Dylan Francis. Do you think that relationship is a genuine friendship, or it's like, hey, I'm dropping music soon. David Dobrik's the most popping dude on YouTube. I should hang out with him. Uh, I think it's both. I think it is opportunity, but ba- mind you, back in the day, they weren't just about friendship either. It was all about opportunities. Right. Right. Actors hung out with actors that were successful mm-hmm. and producers that were successful. So at the end of the day. It's what you could do for me. Right. 100% is first because nobody came to Hollywood to make other people's dreams come true. Right, right. Nobody did. So I think it's a little bit of both. But I also do think that nowadays people are used to 
working with friends mm -hmm. because social media isn't owned by producers and directors or anything. So it's basically relationships. So I think it is starting to blend a little bit more. But I just, I, I got to put out something. Do you remember four years ago when they would laugh at us when we brought up social media stuff in the meetings? Yep. And they would be like, no, 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 it's going to take us. I had a promoter at Warwick before I knew Eli laugh in my face, introduced me to Pretty Little Liars, the cast, mm -hmm. or I think it was, yeah, it was Pretty Little Liars. And he goes, hi, welcome to actual talent. And I was like, what? Yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, your social media thing is going to be gone within a month. Get the fuck out of my face. And I was like, whoa. The guy literally invited me to his table to shit on my life. Right. And I just walked home, bro. Well, dude, it's all, it's all shifting. Like, like, think about it. All the kids, they love YouTubers. They mm -hmm. want to be YouTubers. They want to be DJs. Mm -hmm. And like, and it adds a credibility to someone like David, too. Because it's like, oh, it, it gives him a validation of like, He's hanging out with Kylie Jenner and yeah. Kendall Jenner and all these like A-list celebrities. Which so he it's doesn't like, even have to use in like the, his title. He doesn't. Yeah, that's it's the coolest part like about cameos. it. He's never like Kylie Jenner crashed right. my party. Like she's in it in like the three minute mark, and he never he doesn't even put it in the title. Mm -hmm. uh, what I also do know is that there's a lot of actors that are successful, really successful, and crush it. But if they have a meet and greet, probably anybody will show up. Right, if right. not, maybe like oh, fifty I, or sixty. Uh, it depends. I think. 60, but if you have world. like a like a really successful social media star, mm -hmm. like I think this is what it is. People are invested in their character. Mm -hmm. Not that many people are invested in that person. And I think social media, they're invested in the person. Right. That's like if the actor came to like a VidCon or like a right. Comic-Con as the character, then a lot of fans will yeah, show yeah. up. So I think that's why they're kind of crossing over. They're like, well, we need this type of engagement. Right. I also well, think that... Like, people are starting to respect YouTubers more now because mm. it's like, look at what they've built. It's a hustle. What you guys have built. Yeah. Will Smith is doing YouTube. Kylie Jenner is doing YouTube. Mm. You know, all these big-name actors, big-name whatever, are doing YouTube because they yeah. see how influential it really is. Well, and, too, I think the problem with YouTubers shifting over to traditional Netflix and stuff, it's it's people are so used to seeing them as themselves. So when they play a character, that's not real to mm -hmm. them because they like – they like relating. the YouTubers for relating to them yeah. for them, and then they see them play a character, and it's like, oh, it's really cool, but it's like, I don't really like him as a murderer in a movie, you know? I like him as the outgoing, like, person that he is on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, who, there hasn't been one successful crossover, in my opinion, from oh, I, YouTuber I disagree. to what about in terms of acting. What about, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God, what's his name? Uh, who? He's that popping that he can't even. No, think I'm of his bad name. with names. What's <laughs> his name? Uh, uh, oh my God, what's his name? The guy from Douchebag Bros or whatever. Oh, Jimmy Tatro. Jimmy he's, Tatro. He's an OG YouTuber. Yeah, he's, he's an OG up. YouTuber. He starred with skits and he's in so many movies. Right, right. So many TV shows. That's like one. Batch. Batch yeah. crossed over. Yeah. Wasn't uh, Batch originally in like acting? No. Or would you no? Would you consider no, Batch? Batch hasn't had. Jimmy Tatro level movies. No, but he's getting there. He's getting there. He's getting I there. mean, he's had he has multiple movies on Netflix now. Right. So right, to right. me, it's like okay, he's crossed over. Mm -hmm. uh, who has become like complete crossover from like Vine star Sean Mendez to fucking Sean Mendez in terms of acting? Uh, I think I don't think anyone. There's I don't know that I know of like any. Sean Mendez is number one. Like mm -hmm. who? What? But Sean Mendez is a in superstar. There's yeah, a lot of people that crossed over that are like famous. Mm -hmm. But they're not superstars, you know what I mean? Like, like he's a superstar. That he went from social media a star to a star just media. Like yeah. it, that, it's not an There's anomaly. Took time too. It's an anomaly. Yeah, I crossed over now to yeah. acting. I yeah. did my first movie, which we went to. We had, we talked about last week, but we'll talk about it again. Um, and we're we're proud of George. He had we're his very first proud movie, of George. lead role. We're not going to give too much details about the movie because we're not allowed. We signed an NDA. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's it's hard, man. It's. This is what it was. In the beginning, social media people created their own content, but they weren't actors, but they loved the, the glorified like fan base. So they were like, oh, I'm going to transition to acting because then I'll be on the bigger screens. Right. And then it kind of left a bad taste in Hollywood's mouth. But I came in this wanting to be an actor first, social media falling into my mm -hmm. lap because I was good at writing. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, crap, I could get this going. I only started doing skits and only started doing all this stuff is because I wanted to build my resume. Yeah. But then this took off. and It was a bigger blessing than I could ever imagine. But literally, Mark, the, the director of my movie told me that he took my resume when I crushed it. Crushed it, Mark. It wasn't like I did an okay job. I crushed the audition room. I crushed the callback. Producers and casting directors all loved me. And I was at the top of their list. 
He looked at it and he put it back down. He didn't even watch my tape. He goes, I'm not taking the social media star into my movie. And so they went back and they and they gave the role to like a few people. I'm not allowed to mention who it is, mm-hmm. but things didn't work out with them. Thank God. And then <laughs> uh, they put it back on and people auditioned and the casting director was like, yo, this nobody's crushing it the way that this kid did. I think you should just at least meet him. So he like kind of mm-hmm. sat there and thought about it. Then my team had to call him and said, how about this? Just have lunch with him. Have lunch or dinner. Just meet with him. If you like him, then give him the role. If you don't, then fuck him. Never use him again. Mm-hmm. And so I went there and I kind of just sat there, chatted with him. And he sat there and he asked me a bunch of questions about the character. And he knew that I did my due diligence. He knew I, I was really into this role. And he gave it to me on the spot. And so when I was working on him, two weeks into the set, he came into my trailer. He goes, dude, you really changed my perspective on social media as actors. Like, but you, doesn't it suck that you have to do that? Dude, yeah. It, you know? People don't understand because people are like, oh, well, he's big on social mm-hmm. media. I'm like, dude, that's such a harder way to get out there. Like, yeah. it, it's so hard. Like, no ex- no exaggeration. I, I was at, a, I'm not going to mention what set it is, but they gave me the wrong sides for the, for the scene. Mm-hmm. They updated the script and they never gave it to me. And so when I was on set, I, I kept, because it was word perfect, it was a big TV show, so yeah. it was very word perfect. And I was like saying it, and they're like, cut, could you stick to the script? And he rolled his eyes at me, and I was like, okay, but I know I was doing what I yeah. was told. So I did it again, he goes, cut. He goes, hey, my man, are you going to stick to the script? And I go, sir, and I pulled it out, I go, this is on the script. And then he goes, oh, okay. He goes, sorry, I thought you had that social media attitude, and you just wanted to do what you wanted. He goes, here's the original script, go, go run the lines and come back. And I was like, just because I'm an actor, but because I have social media yeah, in my background, right. if I have a bad day, people are just thinking I'm a fucking diva. And I'm yeah. like, dude, that's not fair. I'm not a diva. I'm just trying my best. You guys gave me the wrong <laughs> script. You messed up. That's yeah. what I like. Now, now when I hear people like talk ill about actors on set, I'm like, I don't add on to it because yeah. I'm like, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? You have you no idea. Know. You don't. They're always like, uh, oh, this actor spazzed out on a guy who's putting up the lights. And I'm like, okay, well, what happened? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. what if he was what, bumping his head with the lights. Yeah, light like, what if time? he was like kept messing up the lights while he was trying to give an emotional thing that he had to dig to his mom? Yeah, sickness yeah. or something like that where he's already on edge right. and this guy's messing around with him. Like you shouldn't really judge anybody until you're in that situation mm-hmm. and you see it with your own eyes. Right. I agree. Sorry. I kind of just wanted a whole spin. Like okay. my mind was just like kind of turning. I think okay. that's the hardest thing for everyone right now because I feel like everyone, you know, no people aren't as, as uh, creating as much, you know, the daily vlogs went away. People are kind of trying to find that next path because the new age is coming in. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's like saying that you need to get on TikTok right now. And by the way, if you're listening, if that's something, you know, if you want to get into the social media, TikTok is a lot of people are saying Gary Vee's saying it is going to overtake Instagram because Instagram's ruining Instagram. Yeah. Let's be honest. You what's, know? what's TikTok? Is that yeah, the, musically? the new musically? Yeah. It's the same same concept. Uh, I think so. Similar. Um but dude, Instagram's ruining Instagram. You have all these comp- creators complaining about algorithm, and you got to start paying for ads and all mm-hmm. this stuff. It's supposed to be monetized, like last. It's year. gonna be like Facebook. Yeah, like Facebook ruined Facebook. Instagram's ruining Instagram. There YouTube, has to be that next YouTube thing. ruined YouTube at, for a time being. You know, they kind of gotten it back, but it's like everyone's trying to find that next wave. They're money hungry, dude. Everybody's money hungry. Like the companies yeah. are like, wait, why are these kids making this much money when uh, they're on Which, our platform? But like, yeah. dude, we're bringing you people to be exactly. on your platform. It's it's exactly. just like an ego thing or whatever you want to call it, a business move. Um, but everyone's just trying to find that way to shift into that next thing. Like I'm, I started working on music. Uh, that's why I've been MIA. I've been been working on in the studio, and it's just like one of those things in my head. I'm like, how do I? transition because i'm a youtuber right everybody knows me as a youtuber or an instagram comedian whatever how do i have people take me seriously in singing music when their whole life i've made them laugh for doing stupid shit you know what you i'm saying put so your it's passion like, in it exactly and then people will see that so it's like it's gonna it's one of those things that takes time like bozzy for example he was on vine he was popping on vine he kind of just disappeared mm-hmm. and bam comes out with a hit and then oh it's bozzy no one really remembers vine so but it's like for me i he i'm like a youtuber like that's how i'm like remembered you know what i'm saying yeah. so like that's something i need to figure out if you have suggestions let me know in the comments i'd love to hear, <laughs> <laughs> love to hear it <laughs> i'd love to hear it i think talent prevails at all me too talent yeah and so if you're a youtuber but you drop a hit song oh, yeah, yeah absolutely you know what i mean like i don't care who created the song if i like it i'm listening mm-hmm. to it right it's kind of goes like with all the soundcloud rappers they were soundcloud rappers and now they're like rappers you know what i'm saying it's just like you got to keep putting out co- consistent content and yeah. like we're, we're, we're having a little pump he was popping. Well, I don't know. He hasn't come out with shit, has he? Well, no. What I happened? mean, and if he does, it doesn't. Ju- I don't think it charts. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
Or maybe he's working on stuff right now. Yeah, it could knows? be content, consistency, whatever. Yeah, but you know what I realized? Uh, I'm going to miss back in the day where you could walk away from the industry and come back. Like George Clooney walked away, yeah. came mm-hmm. back. Uh, dude, Dylan and Cole Sprouts. Yeah. What? Yeah. How are you going to conquer our childhood uh-huh. and go, okay, we're going to go work normal jobs, do, 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 bag groceries, and then come back and destroy Hollywood as if they, they never left. They were groceries? Dude, they were they like in college. Like they were busting tables. Yeah, yeah, they were like, no. And then um, TMZ made an article about them and they reached out to TMZ. They're like, yo, we're not, we're not bumming it. He's like, we're doing it because we want to be normal. Uh-huh. We want to yeah. know what it feels like to be normal. Yeah, and I bumped so into him twice. Uh, the guy from Riverdale I bumped into him twice. Yeah, two times. Sweetheart, like absolutely down to earth, very nice. <laughs> Sweetheart, I I, I, that. I, I, I like kind of because I saw him last minute and I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. all of us were just because like, like it wasn't even Riverdale that got me. It's like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Anyways, speaking of TV, do you, the one of the hottest shows right now is reality TV. The Bachelor. The, have you guys seen this? The drama that I'm involved in that I've got. I sent you. I sent you the link. Trisha sent me this it. on Instagram. I love this show. I'm in this like. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in America watches this show and it's driving people crazy. Literally they, everybody and their mother. Yeah. Bachelor That's Nation. legit. That's the, a thing is Bachelor Nation. All right. So let me break this down for you guys that don't know. I'm not going to get too in depth into this, but apparently there was a reunion show and Christina. And Bachelor Kate, in Paradise. No, there was a. No, that's just the show. That's no, on. it's that's a reunion. And Christina brought up that yeah. Kaylin stole her man at Stagecoach. <gasps> and then this guy on Twitter. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this guy on Twitter called Reality Steve tweeted and he suspects that I am her man that was stolen at Stagecoach. You how- ain't nobody's man. Exactly. I ain't nobody's man. Yo, how right? does he get this information? Exactly, right? He's he right. Saw, he saw me and Kaylin. <laughs> but how did he know? Real talk. Let's just be honest. We all know because it's he real. saw pictures of me and Kaylin on Instagram, so he put two and two together. I guess. Yeah, but you can't just shoot a, like a gunshot in the air and just hopefully you get yeah, it. Yeah, that's right? what Hollywood is based on. It's what all are you talking speculation. About? It's kind of the point. So right. It got to the point where E News hit me up to do an exclusive interview. Did you do it? Well, it wasn't exclusive. It was over the phone interview. No, I didn't reply to that because I don't want to get involved, and I'd rather get the monetization on my channel. Uh, thank you guys for liking and subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you heard it here first. <laughs> but basically, they got some facts wrong. They got some facts right. But at the end of the day, who cares? And I also, do. What's the facts <clears throat> that they got right and what's the facts that they got wrong? Why Mark? are they bringing an innocent bystander? Who's innocent? Me. You're not innocent. <laughs> George, stop. This is the, why we get in the trouble. The people need to know, Mark, what really happened. Hey, remember that time you were like... Hey, so for sure we're keeping your girlfriend out of it? I go, yeah. And yeah, in the yeah. same episode, you go, hey, so you have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All, All bets are off. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get into it a little bit. Basically, what had happened was, a little backstory. I've met both of them. They're both sweet. Yeah. They are really, really they sweet. They just don't like each other, apparently. Yeah. Like, there, there's nothing wrong. Um, I met Christina at Coachella Weekend 2. Yes. Hung out with her. Mm-hmm. We went and saw that movie Long Shot. If you don't mind movie. me asking, just for a little tea, just for Steve who's watching. Yeah, Steve. Who did you like hanging out with more? Georgie. What? I'm just saying, not in a way, like, not attractive, just one-on-one having a good time. Who did you like? For, even if it was for 30 seconds, like, wow, I really connected to this person. Who? I want to know now, too. Uh, I would say Kaylin. Kaylin? Yeah, because we actually, like, had a friendship after uh, Stagecoach. After what, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> we got to uh, get those, uh, we got to go to those yeah, views, those are man. all, like... <laughs> Speculation. Anyways, hung out with her, took her to a movie, long shot, fire movie. Char- Char- also, just throwing it. this out there. Can I speak? <laughs> I'm, just, no, say, I'm just saying one thing, just for the Bachelor Nation. I love Kaylin. I'm the, big, yeah. I'm the biggest fan. You're dating her friend. That's the only reason I really love her, <laughs> is because she introduced me to Belle. So. Yeah. Really <laughs> Thank sweet. you, Kaylin. Um, anyway, so we go down to Stagecoach. Not together. That's where the, the mix-up was. It was like, oh, Christina and Mark went to Stagecoach together. This is how we went together. Uh, she asked me if I was going to Stagecoach. I said, no. I uh, want to. I'm not sure. Anyways, a couple days before, guests, jeans, hit me up, and they're like, hey, do you want to go to Stagecoach? We have an extra spot, which I've gone on trips with them before. I'm like, hell yeah. And then Christina was like, hey, I'm flying down. There's an extra seat for this app. You know, just post. You could fly to Stagecoach rather than drive three hours, which I'd gone to Coachella Weekend 1 and Coachella Weekend 2 and driven by myself. By yourself. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to dri- uh, fly. It's like a 30-minute flight rather than a three- four-hour drive. So we fly together, and then we get to my house where I'm staying. Christina's staying at her own house. Then Kaylin rolls in, and I'm like, oh, yo, this girl's dope as fuck. Like, I met her, too. And then uh, next day, I'm hanging out with the guest crew, doing all the content that I have to create for them. And then we all go to the thing together, and 
I don't even want to get into the, the whole like. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> so they, she claims that you were stolen by Kaylin. Kaylin, yeah. But I, I kind of get her point of view because you guys did go on like a little date before. So in her mind, in girl yeah. mind, she's like, oh, we're going. Uh-huh. He accepted my offer on flying with me. To there, yeah, so but that's not what I was seeing it as. Because look at it's perspectives, pers- man. All perspective, which it's that's what all this comes down to is a, perspective. Like, mi- perspective and misunderstanding, and not having communication, which is the most important thing in a relationship or in, in any relationship mm-hmm. that you're having is communicating. I just got out of a two year relationship. I'm not looking for a damn thing that involves any type of emotion. What yeah. I didn't know is these girls are on a TV show to find to find a, husband. a, a dude yeah. in a connection. So like I'm not on this TV show looking for love. I'm literally looking for just Wait, fun. I have a question. Mm. Who I don't said, get this show at all. I who still said, don't. Um, that she stole your man. What if it was just reality, Steve? Taking one little thing she said and be like, oh, oh, because I think it, it. I guess it happened on the show with uh, other dudes. Oh, the so Blake she guy. Legit, she, who's Blake? Uh, some other guy on the oh show. Oh my god, I know who Blake is. But yeah. See, Trisha watches it. I, I hate that I love it. I yeah. hate that I love watching it. But I don't I'm get it. But it's all misunderstanding. It's all misunderstanding. So, yeah. so, so what happened was I, I, I hung out with Kaylin because she was in my group. We met up. Uh, someone was with a disposable camera. They're like, we are sitting next to Kaylin like we are now. And then they're like, hey, I want to grab a photo. So I went and I took a photo. I put my arm around Kaylin to take a photo. From afar, Christina sees this. Obviously, context misunderstanding. Sees this happening. And under the assumption that... I was with Kaylin mm-hmm. and like seen making out with her is what he wrote and all this stuff. Had not kissed Kaylin yet. Yet. <laughs> right? So after this episode that had happened at Stagecoach, then I was like, all right, you know, what had happened was not cool to me. Mm-hmm. This is such a... A little confrontation from Christina. Let's just put it that way. I'm not going to get into too much detail. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I'm not looking for this kind of drama. I'm not the one that's on a TV show. I'm not looking for love. I'm just looking for fun. Mm-hmm. Like... Locked down for two years. Finally, like, just, like, be able to breathe. I'm not I'm not looking for shit. I was there for those two years. Let me tell you, he wants to breathe. Let my <laughs> man breathe. Um, I think this is a good conversation to have since both of us have dealt with this. Yeah. Make, make it very clear. Insecurity could drive people to the, your worst fear. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, for example... Well, if you put something in something, someone's head enough times... It grows. They start it grows, to believe yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm it's for, brainwashing. For girls, for girls, for example, if you feel like you're gaining a little weight or you feel like you're not as pretty as you used to and you keep mentioning that to your man, mm-hmm. he may have not noticed it, but then you're putting it in his head. Mm-hmm. And for guys, if I you're mean, like... vice versa, anyway. Exa- yeah, exactly. For guys, too. if you're like, yo, you know, I, don't, I really don't like it when you hang out with so-and-so because I think you guys like... You guys have something there. It makes me feel like a little weird. Before she was like, no, what? We were yeah, just friends. Yeah. But now when she hangs out with them, she's like, oh, she that thinks, it's yeah. planted in her mind. So like you're starting the fire that burns you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. There was no fire there. You had the matches. It, there might have been a little bit of fire because people aren't crazy. No, 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 no. Sometimes no, give me an example. Like I've checked my own self with my girlfriend now yeah. where I've li- because of my past relationships, I let it dictate the relationship that I'm in now, yeah. and I had to literally be a man uh-huh. about it. Be like, whoa, mm-hmm. hold on, I'm making a mistake here, and I don't even open my mouth. Mm-hmm. But then I realized as time goes on, I was right. There was nothing to worry about. But what happened if I would have started an argument over something that was never even there? Right. There was a huge misunderstanding. Right. I thought she was mad about something, and I was about to blow my lid over it. But I held my tongue, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna let my insecurities take it. Mm-hmm. And I waited, and then like an hour later, she talked to me about what really upset her, and I got to be the man that she needed. And I right, stepped right. up and bet I was her boyfriend. I was I had to be there for her. But if I was insecure about it, it would have started a fight and broke up the relationship. You get what I I'm mean, saying? Like trust is like the whole foundation, and, yeah. and communication, and like yeah, I mean. At the end of the day, if that person is shitty and is going to cheat on you, regardless of what you yeah. do, exactly. regardless of what you do, they're going to cheat on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the sad truth. But anyways, so uh, Steve, going, going so back Steve. to the story, <laughs> misunderstanding, taken out of context, context is everything, uh, had a little confrontation. So then that night, the rest of the night, I was like hanging out with Kaylin because I was like, oh, this girl's dope. Christina, I'm like, <laughs> flick the side. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, not going to deal with that kind of drama anyways. Um, but yeah, then they brought me up on the show. The Blake dude reached out to me. He was trying to get some scoop thinking I hooked oh up with God. both of them at Stagecoach, which I didn't hook up with a single person at Stagecoach. Can I, can I add that? Or Coachella Weekend 1 or Coachella Weekend I'm 2. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Which he, is, but he collected a lot of numbers. I did collect <laughs> a lot of numbers, but I did not hook up with anyone. It was not my intent to hook up with anyone. I but you're just, single. You, should, you shouldn't feel right, bad about I, that. Right. And, uh... 
Yeah, but anyways, so people see this tweet, and then people from my high school that I haven't talked to in six years, I'm getting, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm getting text messages from people I haven't heard from in six years, and they're like, hey, I have a question. And I'm like, hey, yeah, what's up? Did you fuck Kalen? Like, that's, dude, I haven't, that's, that's so, so rude. rude. I haven't talked to you in six years, and that's the first text you send me? Like, why do people care? Thank so, you. Like, like, I know she's, like, really relevant because of The Bachelor, and mm-hmm. everybody watches that show, but that's just a rude thing to ask. But it's, it's so rude to ask some, about someone's personal life. And this yeah. is what bothers me, that I've my name was even mentioned. Yeah. Like, why does that even matter? Like, why drag me into this, like, reality TV show that I'm not a part of? Because they want to know everything about these people. And that just goes back to, like... They're obsessed. That just goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Is like, people... On? always want to know yes. more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Like when we were vlogging, they wanted to, mm-hmm. now it's like, they want to know this stuff. They want to know who I slept with this time and who I had over. Like, it's just like an obsession. Mm-hmm. And it's not only with like relationships and knowing where your significant other yeah. is with the find my, eye. it's, it's with like, people are obsessed. Like, did you see the guy that broke into Taylor Swift's house again? Yeah. This Another is the first time. This one was funny happened. though, because He's, he took his <laughs> shoes off when he broke in because he wanted to be respectful. And his mom always told him not to wear shoes in someone's house. Dude, I was reading an article at Florida. Some guy broke into some <laughs> people's house and cooked himself <laughs> breakfast. And then when the people woke up and they were like, yo, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? His, it, it was quoted... He said, no, it's okay. Go back to sleep. <laughs> that was... You <laughs> only what would you do if you walked into your kitchen and some guy just cooking eggs? And That's you're like, like that Florida headline that came out. Like, if you put... What do you... You, you type in your... Uh, what is it? You t- yeah, yeah. You yeah. type in your birthday and type in Florida Man and, like, some funny headline <laughs> will come up. Like, look, try October it, 8th, Florida Man. And the funny headline... Like, you got to see the, the headline that comes up. Dude, this is Florida sucks. <laughs> Twenty-two allegedly attacked mother with sausages. <laughs> like Florida's that's just got some weird shit going wait, on. Wait, that's bro. a real thing? Yeah. Oh When's my your god. When's your birthday, George? January third, nineteen ninety-three. Third, Florida man, George Janko. Just imagine it's actually made. They're like, "What did you do on what your birthday?" You Florida man angry over straw attacks McDonald's cashier. She fights back. Yeah, I'm really sick and tired of these plastic straws that are killing the <laughs> turtles. Oh. God. Oh my god. I can see that one being reasonable. But it's just like they got a bunch of crazy stuff going on. Um since we're on the topic of entertainment still though, have you guys seen the OA on Netflix? OA? No. Such if you guys are watching Netflix, the OA on Netflix, I couldn't recommend it more. It's such Did a Did you good finally show. watch it? Because I remember that one day you're like, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, because I was super hungover. What is OA? The show. Watch the show. What is it about? Just watch it. What is it called though? What, what is the OA? The, what does OA stand for? I don't know. Oasis? And no. some stuff. Um, do you guys watch anything on Netflix right now? No. No. You, well, let, me, let, let me know. Give me some suggestions for stuff you guys are watching on Netflix. I need to comments. watch The Handmaid's Tale though on Hulu. Ew, I heard that's disgusting. No, 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 it's it's a good show. Um, I saw it last night, chapter two. Why? Why not? I'm so scared of it. Why? I hate it. I hate scary movies. Such a long movie. It could have been cut down an hour. Really? It was two hours and fifty minutes for a, like a. Scary movie. Scary movie. That's too Well, I think long. the issue was is there was so many people, like kids, and then this one's about their uh, them as adults. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's just a lot of flashbacks telling each adult's flashbacks. Uh. So there was, like, a lot of story building that took a long time. Um, yeah, there was just too many main characters, I feel like. Um, George, we've lost him over here. No, <laughs> but I uh, – oh, I can't talk about it. Uh, it was about the situation. Yeah, you can't talk about it. Yeah, we'll just come uh, back. Sorry. <laughs> I got. Uh, Anyways, okay, sorry, sorry. I'm so excited about it. This is it, chapter two. Yeah. And then oh, do you guys want to go watch that? Did you watch it? He already watched it. He just talked about it for like five minutes. You were texting. Nah. Yeah. Are you serious? I swear. That's when I said we've lost George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You lost me for sure. <laughs> wow. Sorry, man. Anyways, I was, I was paying attention, Mark. Um, was it good? It was long. It just dragged on. It was two hours fifty minutes. I what? Can't, I can't really watch a movie that long. Three hours long for yeah. why? It's like midsummer. Um, yo, oh I've been doing <laughs> for the first time ever in my life. I'm taking workout classes. I saw. Yeah, how do you like that? There's this new place called Health House. If you guys want to use my code Mark twenty five, you'll get twenty five percent off, and you guys can go and maybe you can work out with me. Uh, it's in West Hollywood. It's, dude. It's it's hard. What do you do? Like, what is it? So a cycle class. It, no, no, no. It's, <laughs> no like, it's uh, you do two things. You have uh, 28 total people. You have 14 people on mm-hmm. the rowers and mm-hmm. then 14 people on the floor. And then you switch back and forth. You'll do like two, three minute intervals. Okay. But nonstop for 45 minutes straight. 
I've never sweat more in my life. Like there was there was a thing called Orange Theory. I don't know if you guys have them here, but I it think was so. I think it was rowers, treadmills, and the floor. So this is just rowers and the floor. Mm-hmm. I it was really hard, so I can only imagine. Dude, that. I don't. I I was so anti workout class. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a chick thing. Like no. girls do that shit. I here's my thing though, and I want to ask: Have you taken a workout class? A hundred times. What I don't understand is I'm in there sweating my balls off. And I look, and I'm, like, dying, like, gasping for air at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then the girls, they finish, they're, like, don't have a bead of sweat on them. And they walk out, and they're, like, thanks, see you tomorrow. Is it cool. that they don't push themselves cool. hard, or they just don't sweat as much? They don't drink as much water as me? I'm, like, out of shape? I don't want anybody to see me when I work out because it's a mess. Like, how, who are these girls that don't sweat? Yeah, yeah pretty much everyone in there to me. How? Maybe I'm, I'm dripping. I got to take my shirt off. Yeah. It gets to that point. But I drink so much water. Do you guys sweat more than females? I think, yeah, but, like, girls still sweat. Uh, that's weird. I've seen girls sweat, too. I haven't maybe seen it's them, only in LA. I haven't seen girls them drenched sweat. in sweat like I was. Or maybe they're just used to the workout. Maybe, because this is the first time I've done, like, yeah. uh, high-intensity training, mm-hmm. like, intervals. So maybe I'm just getting used to it. Because, like, yeah. I'm in decent shape, and I'm like, dude, why am I struggling so yeah, much? Yeah, that's weird. I'm just not, You're I working out your core. Yeah. You're not lifting weights It's a full-body workout. Yeah. I think I'm just not used to it. Not Maybe that's because every time I go to the gym, all I see girls doing are these workouts, like the hip thrust shit. Uh-huh. And I'm doing those. Dude, when I went to Zed the next day, I couldn't walk because my ass was so sore. Oh, no. See, I'm used to those now because, like, I'm. Yeah, you just I, get used yeah, to it. Yeah, you get used to it. Your body, like, kind of just right. conditions I wonder if itself. people would put, like, the vest on and do my. Because I don't really. I was yeah. still after I did the vest. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm just, like, used yeah. to the the hiking or whatever. Um. How was your guys' weekend in, in uh, so I almost good. said Atlanta, Arizona. Arizona oh, Atlanta so was good. great. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this in the beginning of the podcast? I mean, you didn't really say anything. You no, just said you like talked seconds. about the Bible with Trisha. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was fun. <laughs> it was Trisha, so good. Trisha, what's going on with you? You got any dates? Yeah, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, why are we just talking about us talking about girls? Let's talk about dudes. I'm not going to say anything. What do you look for in a guy, Trisha? Height. <laughs> height. <laughs> we argued about this last week, but we didn't make the cut. Yeah, Trisha's the heightest. Trisha will not date a man shorter than her. Greg uh, said a great joke. Me? What what does uh, Trisha call a man five eleven and under? A friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Do you guys blame me honestly though? I'm five eleven. Like, I think you're well, knocking I'm out pet somebody's head. You're knocking out. You're knocking out a, a huge percentage of like. That's okay. Like here's another thing. Uh, and I could say this. Uh, I the most confident guys I've ever met were shorter guys. Uh, okay, that's fine. But you but like confidence. I do like confidence. But at the same time, would you guys date somebody who you weren't physically attracted to? No. I mean, George is doing it right now. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. That was a <laughs> beautiful Fucking girl. with you, bro. No, I wasn't offended. No, I just sweated that she, like, take that shit real. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, Honestly, God. Like, that's a Shana's serious beautiful. question. Everybody has their types. Of course, I'm the first thing that attracts you to someone is their appearance. Yeah. Like, that's, that's factual. But... If I actually Unless you start as friends, like I always say to do, you start as friends. You yeah. see for the, like, I wow. But I, really I think like beauty it. does grow once you fall for somebody. I, I think so too. I think when so you find too. out who's that's all that matters. Like yeah, they can look good on the outside. In forty years, yeah. none of us are gonna look good on the outside unless yeah. you're Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Like got the do- the dollars yeah. to do it. But like, but I've dated like two of my boyfriends were. I've only had two boyfriends, but like they've been my height or a little mm-hmm. bit taller. It's not a thing. But like I'm already five eleven. Like I don't want to feel. But what big. makes you? Want a taller guy? I, I just masculinity, like bro. Small, yeah, masculinity. Do you want to just like feel in his I arms? I would yeah. date a girl taller than me. Really? I want to feel like exactly like I'm taking care of her, not the other way around. Oh, see, I don't, I don't care about height at all. Well, have you dated someone taller than you? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. I, I'm not gonna mention who they are, but I've taken a lot of girls on there mm-hmm. taller, a lot taller than me. Really? Trisha's height. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think girls too. I, I mean, I hated being tall when I was younger. I love being tall because everyone wasn't tall, and mm-hmm. then I found out later in life, girls like. Guys that are taller, um, because they can wear their highest heels and still be shorter than me. That's what they would always say. Mm, true, but then I've also met girls that when they wear heels, they like the fact that when you're dancing, they're like close to you and stuff oh. like that. So I, I mean, these perspectives. No. I, I don't want to rest my I, chin I met on a girl your head that when I'm dancing. You're five eleven, yeah. Yeah. So when you put heels on, how tall are you? Like six like two. Six two, six three. So I met a girl that's your height, and mm-hmm. uh, she was in heels. It was this, like her birthday party. And she has a boyfriend, and, like, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm like, into her or anything, and, like, mm-hmm. I've hung out. But when I saw her, and I, like, talked to her, and she was looking me straight in my <laughs> eyes, like, level, 
I felt intimidated, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even like this girl, but I'm just like scared. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, I didn't Maybe like it. Maybe that's why nobody talks to me is because I, when I do go out, I wear heels. And it's just like he said, he's like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You have resting bitch face? No, I'm always laughing. <laughs> you guys know that. Uh, Yeah, I don't think she has it. No. Um, also, like I said, it's perspectives. Like, I, this sounds really cocky. This sounds really cocky, but, but I got a huge cock. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> of course. Uh, no, I, I, every time I walk in a room, I literally feel like now it started. I know it sounds really. I know he it sounds really cocky. So many times he's like, when I leave the room, I feel like I feel oh, like it's over. it's over. Like I literally feel like I own the room <laughs> every single time you know I walk what's in. Interesting. We've talked about like knowing your role in the friend group. Yeah. Uh, whenever George isn't there. I take over George's role. Like yeah. You, you saw all the Instagram stories this weekend on a, mm-hmm. on a party bus of who was like, going, yeah. I was completely sober. I, I become George and thrive when George isn't there. <laughs> like, no bullshit. I take George's tactics and I'm like, why does everybody like George? Because he's fucking Cause he's outgoing. He doesn't party. give a shit about what anybody thinks about him. He has the best time always. He's always oh, dude, I just, oh my God, I just said this to my uh, cousin back home. He goes, what makes you, Martin, he goes, what makes you. Uh, my cousin. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> is this Syrian? He's my cousin. Uh, he goes, what? I think it was him. I wonder, girl, somebody talked talk to me and they were like, what makes you, like, what makes you, like, throw What is that thing that really mm-hmm. separates you from people? And I go, I really, really don't give a fuck about what people think about yeah. me. Yeah. And I don't pretend that. Like, I genuinely yeah. don't give a fuck. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Never cared. At I used all. to care. And I then I realized when I stopped caring that people like that way more. Yeah, because you get to be yourself. Yeah, I got people hitting me up like, dude, you're so fun. I can't mm-hmm. wait to hang out with you on the next one. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, that wasn't me before. Yeah. Like, when I was in a relationship, I'm like, hey, you guys, I'm Mark Doner and I'm very proper. And you I had to, like, walk on great, eggshells. Great all things. of my friends. Are we good on time? 24. All yeah. of my friends were tall. You. Mm-hmm. Pearson. Logan. Matt. Like Logan. when we were, when we're all I'm out. right here. Yeah, when we're all hanging out, but never once was I like, oh man, we're gonna about to go to this event and I'm gonna be like really set aside. Yeah. They literally go, All right, here comes the George show, and everybody yeah. would watch me talk. It has nothing to do about a physical appearance. That's how you mm-hmm. carry yourself. If you come out and you're like, yo, this is me, yeah. boom, and they're like, Oh shit, this is him, you know? You could be fun size. People probably at first are gonna be like, uh, uh, but then they're gonna be like, Oh fuck, I really like this kid. Every right. single one of my close friends didn't like me at first. They were like uh, it's too much. Yeah, it's yeah, too much. I think too I, much. I felt that too. Yeah, everybody did. I'm like, yo, this George guy's pretty out there. Yeah, o- only one person ever like liked me right away. It was Logan. Logan looked at me and goes, yo, this guy's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I like him. <laughs> That's good, dude. Like, All right, let's go on to some fan questions. Fan if you questions. guys have questions you want to ask us, send them to donesfilms at gmail.com. Please whisper them in I'll, the microphone. Too. Oh, by the way, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> don't send me a four-minute long conversation explaining your whole life. Mark. Um, George, and don't whisper like you. you're sitting in the closet saying these questions. Just, <laughs> Just hiding. And give it me like 15 to 30 seconds and be like, hey, love the show. Here's the question. Have some confidence like we talked about. Uh, here we go. And I was just wondering, what do you consider as a good friend? Oh, that's a this good is question. a great question because this is something that we've been discussing. What, what qualities do you think constitute a good friend? For me, loyalty and Trisha, consistency. Did what? we ask you? Yeah. If you yeah. guys have questions for Trisha. This is a two-man <laughs> show. We're giving our opinion. <laughs> I take a nap, you <coughs> Kidding. Right. We're joking. I'm not. Uh-huh. I think being there, mm-hmm. having like having their back. Uh, consistency. consistency. I already said that. Yeah. Uh, loyalty. I'm going to throw my watch. I already said that. <laughs> uh, no, those are all good things. I think of, I I think my definition of a good friend is when somebody's doing something for you, not expecting anything back. Yes, right. yes. Like when yes. they're, but what, also to the point where like you can't be. Ha- no, no, no. no. I'm up. just saying. No, yeah. my he asked me what a definition of a good friend is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for instance, Greg does a lot for me. You do a lot for me. Trisha does a lot for me. Um, and I don't see you guys standing there with your hands out like, okay, so what are you gonna do for me next? Yeah, we kind of just. We help each other out and we keep going. So mm-hmm. you got to get somebody, one, on the same wavelength as you. You can't be hanging out with anchors. Yeah. And then two, you got to hang out with people that are not afraid of your wins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Somebody who claps for you when yeah. you win. Yes. Like somebody. Yeah. You got to cheer so your good. friends on. Like why would you, if they do successful, like good things, then good things are going to come to you. You know Everybody what I'm has a season too. Right. So that's what I think people don't understand. You got to win together. Exactly. Yeah, you can't be jealous of your friends. Yeah, you, you know? can't. Like, That's worse than having an enemy. Things are going to get in the mm-hmm. way, right? And like the, the anchor thing is a really good analogy because we yeah, have a lot of people great. come into our life that they... Are anchors. Anchors. They 
you know, they come in and they exit our lives because mm-hmm. it gets to the point where it's like, hey, what are you doing today? Hey, what are you doing today? They're always asking, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because we're living good lives. You know, yeah. we're doing fun things. We're out here. And but we worked those we lives. Worked, we, yes. got to, we worked to get to the point where we're at. We yes. earned it. Like, I slept in a closet. George slept. Uh, he almost went back to Arizona. He worked at, like, didn't you work at B-dubs, too? And I, I was, uh, you were an extra? I was working uh, every single night. Until and then doing skits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working I for like three hours a day. Doing skits, sleeping on an air mattress in a closet. Like, mm-hmm. we've all been through shit. And a lot of people come into LA. They want to skip the bullshit. And they want to yeah. skip all the hard work that got us to where we are. And they just want a piece of, they want to, to live in this apartment without putting without in the hard putting work. In like, any this work. took me years to get to. You know what I'm saying? So, you got a lot of people that, like, you know, leech onto you and they hold you down because they're never offering anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason that me and George have been able to manage our friendship the whole time is because we kind of came up together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we we came up together and we understood from an early early stage that like you help you me, I help you. Yeah, you help me, I help you. Like you you do good, I do good, and yeah. that's how we came up, and, and that's why we've like been such good friends. So, oh God, I had something else on my mind that I wanted to talk about with this friendship thing, but I can't remember what it was. What did you say before that? You got to you got to be acceptable to their wins. To their wins, their anchors, consistency. If you do something for your friend, don't, ex- yeah. like don't expect anything in return. Yeah, me and Mark are oh, always... Oh, oh yeah. what I was going to bring up is things are going to get in the way, i.e. relationships yeah. are going to... You know, you got to make time for other people. You your career. Do, but, like, at the end of the day, people that continue to... Like, me and George haven't hung out that much recently, but we know, like, we've built the type of friendship where if I move back to Ohio and, and George moved back to Arizona and we met up in two years and, like... We, we would have left off like like right, right where it yeah. was right right where it was and that's kind of relationship i have with people from my high school like i can i have Kave back home yeah you like, know those are true friends yeah. yeah true friends you cannot text for three months and they don't get butt hurt that yeah. you didn't talk to them yeah you know what i'm saying it's like friendships that have built a family you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying where it's like you don't have to talk to your mom every single day but it's still your mom right exactly yeah i have to talk to my mom every that's what a true day. friend is yeah Hey guys, um, Michelle coming from Bali here. Love the podcast. Um, so I have this girl that I I like, and um, she friends on me, and we still keep uh, contact, and uh, we do see each other sometimes. But she is like becoming very touchy and very physical, you know, like uh, going to the beach and just like hold hands, and you know. But she just I, I don't know what her intentions are. What do you guys think about that? Well, George is the king of getting out of the friend zone. Literally, so I've got friend zone so many times. How do you uh, how do you answer this question? I answer it like this. Okay. Uh, it's a great answer. <laughs> every single every single romantic movie, if it was if it started out with, "Hey, I like you. I like you too." Boom, end movie. That's yeah. it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. There's no build to it. You got to understand that in every relationship, if it's if you get it right away, this, it's not worth anything. Mm-hmm. If you meet a girl at the bar and she immediately looks at you and she goes, I love you. Take me home. Then you're like, okay, cool. I'll take you home. But tomorrow you're getting an Uber. Like, <laughs> like you don't want a girl that's going to just throw herself at you. Yeah. I a mean, lot. everybody naturally loves the chase. As much as like mm-hmm. we hate playing Humans. games, we love playing Yeah, games, of course. You know? There's so many times a girl, uh, dude, Belle, <laughs> like my yeah, girlfriend now. I literally looked at Mark and smiled. I go, I wonder how long it's going to take. This one, <laughs> luckily, one day. That was it. But usually it could take as long as it, it takes. But if you really love that person or like that person, you got to stick it out and see if it's going to work. Mm-hmm. For example, she might not know who you are right off the jump. You mm-hmm. might just be attracted to her for her looks. Mm-hmm. Give it time. Maybe it ends up with you not liking her and she liking you. But you can't judge it right from the beginning. You mm-hmm. got to you gotta read it. You know what I mean? You got to say, don't judge a cover... Don't judge a book, book by a yeah. cover. Yeah. No, don't judge a cover by its book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. I don't read books. All um, I do is get out of the friend zone. I have two things. Yeah. Consistency, by the way. One second. Yeah. The one thing that I learned. Persistence. It's persistence. persistence. Yeah. And I and I express that. There's there's a difference from persistent and aggressive. Don't yeah. ever be aggressive. Yeah. Don't yeah. be aggressive in a text. On, don't man. be too forward. Yeah. Come on, this come That's disgusting. Come on. Take me home. <laughs> what are you doing? That's um, aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> persistence. Like there, a lot of guys get butt hurt when they text a girl, "Hey, what are you doing tonight?" And then they they don't respond. So they're like, "F this girl, never talking to her yeah. again." Yeah. Like, buddy, she doesn't know you. She doesn't need to text you right now. Text her back what? at if another time. If you have that map mindset, you're not gonna get the girl. That's what I was gonna. I think of a girl. I know it sounds really jacked up. I think of a girl as an entertainment. Like what? I'm here to Georgie. entertain. Listen, no, 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 not them. Follow oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Follow me. The entertainment field. 
they don't know all about uh, you yet, but get, yeah. give them a chance to see yeah. the show. Right. Do you the get George what I'm saying? Show. The George show. I call it the George show because it's me. A girl right off the bat is like, I hate this movie. I don't like it. It's too short. It's 5'9". I'm like, but, <laughs> but wait till the credits. You might like it. And then all of a sudden, it might be your best and favorite movie. Right. Do you get I what I'm saying? I think going in without expectations is the best thing, mm-hmm. too. Just go in. Also, here's the thing that I always look at every single question. time. You lived on Earth without this girl. You're going to yeah. live without her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need her. But if, if you go into that mindset, you'll... When what if she's well he's saying she got she friends on him yeah so I mean like, she's really touchy but she's really though, touchy so like she's kind of sending these mixed signals so I think in my opinion push and pull my friend yeah mm-hmm. push and pull. do the push and pull I did it to Belle we were at uh we were in Malibu and it was literally the day that I texted Mark I go yo I gotta win this girl's heart so I went in I was hanging out with her friends making her friends laugh then I was making her laugh but what I did differently is I made her friends laugh and then when I made her laugh I put my hand kind of on her shoulder to mm-hmm. let her know I'm a little bit more touchy-feely with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Read the room. Yeah. And so then we left, and then when I was saying bye, I said bye to everybody, give a hug, but I was holding her hand. Right. And then right before I saw it in her eyes that she kind of liked me, and she's like, yo, why don't you come with us to lunch? We're about to go get some food, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then I decided to do this. I kissed her hand. I'm like, next time. But you see what I'm saying? Like, I pushed and pulled. I wanted her to want more of yeah, me. Yeah, that's right? what if I was going to say, too. too availability. Yeah, like availability. You're too available, yeah. then, then she's going uh, to take you. other opportunities that like, might not be available. People yeah. are attracted to people that are doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People don't want leeches. They don't want anchors. So if you go and do your own thing mm-hmm. and you show, like, wow, I'm out here working hard. I'm waking up. I'm going to the gym. I'm eating healthy. I'm doing all these things, having a good time. People around me are smiling. Yeah. Like, that goes a long way. People start to notice that shit. I noticed when I uh, wasn't going to the gym and I watched people on my Instagram story going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, I got to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, these people are pushing me. Like, this person's out here crushing it. And what am I doing? I'm sitting in bed watching their Instagram story. Like, you need to start doing something. Live your life and people will take notice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Be the party. Be the party. 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 So my question is based on Mark's videos, but um, George could be familiar with the subject too. So, um, love letters. Um, when when you and Carly were together, uh, you used to write love letters to her. And you would say that you share your love letters with the audience. Mm-hmm. Guess what? What? I've been waiting for that fucking love letter since 2018. <laughs> so give me something, please. <laughs> but but that, the real question is, um, what should a guy um, gift a girl he loves? basically so because i've been struggling with this maybe i'm afraid that i i lose my manliness if i write a love letter i don't know so i would appreciate some advice i've never written anything for a girl i mean as far as like me releasing those letters now like that's that's personal yeah it's personal it's not gonna happen um dude you're not gonna lose your manual manliness writing a love letter no 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 no. wait 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 wait. i think it's it, it, it depends if you write a letter to somebody you've dated, like for two days, you're a loser. Too much, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Too, much. too much. Too much. Who's gonna write a love letter? That's what I'm saying. You don't know. What do you say? I love you. I'm gonna write a letter. It's like, okay, relax, bro. Yeah, but if you said love you. There's a shrine each other. in the closet. Yeah, but like say, writing a love letter doesn't make you less masculine. I love love letters. Like that should Girls be between you shit, and your bro. girl. Yeah, but Makes o- you human. But it's only when like I really love the guy. That's happened one time. But well, yeah, the feelings have to be mutual. And yeah. It, like, the reason that my letters did well, and, and I'm not saying, like, live by me, my example, this isn't necessarily... I'm not a very uh, affectionate guy mm-hmm. when it comes to words in the moment. So, like, for me to express my feelings, like, growing up, like, I wasn't... Like, me and my family didn't talk about emotions. We didn't, like... It wasn't like, I love you, Mom, every every day. And, you know, like, that just wasn't a thing in, mm-hmm. in the household that I grew up in. So, like, for me to express my emotions and how I'm feeling is difficult. So, like... The rarity of me saying those things is what made my letters so impactful because I didn't say it often. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I mean, George says I love you to me and I don't say it back. Because you're just a like, Libra. It's weird to me, you know? Like, I think the less you say it, the more it means. And it, like I said, you don't have to live by, like, me. Like, we got an, I got an argument with the host group last week. We were talking about saying I love you because they just throw mm-hmm. it around like it's the word the. And I yeah. hate that. Um, but that's, everyone has different feelings. They're like, oh, what if you walked out the door and got in a car accident yeah. and the last thing I said to you is I love you. Like, I want that to be the thing. And I say, I understand that. I understand it like 100%. <laughs> yeah. While well, the car is flipping in the air, you're like, thank God they said I love yeah. you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for them to feel good. That's yeah. for them to that's feel That's selfish, yeah. though. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, no um, I, I think you're right. Also, it doesn't even have to do about love letters. In general, in the relationship, like, for example, I'm all about jokes. I use comedy to deflect mm-hmm. how I actually feel. Like, mm-hmm. I don't let people 
see my vulnerable side. It's very rare. Yeah. yeah. Do not let that happen. Um, but Belle will see it and no other person will see it. And that's what makes the relationship so much stronger. Because yeah, that's what rela- relationships see a side of you. Like they see you. Yeah. They see they, they see the one hundred percent of you. Yeah, they're supposed to like say you were sitting at home by yourself, like that your your significant other is gonna see that like that person that you are when you're by yourself or you're afraid of other people to yeah. to judge you or you're afraid of what this person thinks and like if you're in love with somebody question, you should be able to see them naked physically and emotionally yeah. like yeah. that's yeah, not yeah, some real that shit is very very true that yeah. i don't but see mark naked physically yeah was what to gift a girl what and a gift a girl yeah and i think like the the most meaningful gifts that I've received have been like from the heart. Love letters mm-hmm. were amazing and like experiences were amazing. Materialistic yeah. things don't really go far with me. Like mm-hmm. if I want something like well, I it's cause you have it. to always top yourself. It's like, yeah. Oh, you buy this thing and then but what's like the next me- best like thing? Like memories, like an experience that you guys can do together. Right, like right. remember yeah. for the, that's amazing. And also flowers right. go a long Like if way. you're going to spend $500 on a present, like take her somewhere. Exactly. Like, like do share something a together. Moment, yeah. You know, that you guys can do together. Don't yeah. necessarily give her something where it's like a give and take type thing. Yeah. It's like I think the best thing you could give a girl, I was thinking about what you guys were talking, and I think I might have just hit it right on the nose. The best thing you could give a girl is your undivided attention. Yes. Mm. That too. We're going to leave on that note, actually. Are we? Yeah. Wow. Your I'm glad undivided you guys focused. attention. Thank you for giving us your undivided attention. Thank we you. love you. It's been another episode of The Tooman Show. And Tooman Trisha. Show. Let us know down below if you enjoy having Trisha on the show. Honestly, do a comment. No. <laughs> Do it honestly. Do it honestly. <laughs> I could have been She's napping. so comfortable. Look at her. <coughs> you mind? We're having a show called know, the Trisha and George Show. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Sorry we missed an episode. Uh, audio problems, but no, Trisha that. just talked too much. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm kidding. Bye. 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 Bye.